Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Christian Lipinski, and me, Rachel Bathgate. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hi, and welcome back to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. I'm your host, Christian Lipinski. Now, once again, I wanted to remind you of our upcoming I Meet Hotel event on November 18th, just a few weeks away. Uh, now, this event will focus on short-term rentals, and as many of you may know, they have taken such a big role in hospitality. We want to break that down, what that means, uh, how hotel A's can uh, benefit from that, and how it might play out and of course, how to best use it to your advantage. So as I said today, our guest is a great lead up to the event. With us today, we have Mariah Rockman, the founder and CMO of Smiling House Services. She's a friend of the show and she's been on our panel of experts at I Meet Hotel, our destination dock region back in June. Hi, Mariah. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks. I'm wonderful. I'm happy to be here today and thanks for having me on the show absolutely it's a real pleasure yes a- absolutely pleasure. i've been looking for a reason to get you back on the show and now our new <laughs> podcast series was uh, a perfect one for that uh so mariah let's start at the beginning can you tell us a bit about smiling house luxury how it started and about the beginning of short-term rentals becoming their own market sure so actually uh, smiling house luxury started as a hobby uh, a hobby uh, of me and my husband owning a very, very old chalet in the Swiss Alps, mm-hmm. uh, 350 years old um, farmhouse uh, and learned about uh, Airbnb from a friend who came from New York mm-hmm. 11 years ago. Then uh, Airbnb was known only to few people and most of them been in the USA, of course. Mm. And she told us about um, about this idea, about this concept and about the, this platform. And we decided to try and to uh, to be part of it, mainly for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't realize then uh, that within a week from the time uh, that we kind of published our uh, summer or winter house, if you want to call it, mm. uh, we will start to uh, get requests and bookings from uh, people who could afford any uh, luxury hotel uh, suite uh, and wanted to come and stay with us in the Swiss Alps and enjoy um, the views of Heidi, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, whatever started as a hobby uh, became very fast, um, um, something that become a little bit more than a hobby as we started to um, uh, to, to kind of manage and host uh, in our friends' chalets. Um, and, uh, and from, you know, one minute to another, after one, one and a half years, we realized that this hobby is becoming a little bit uh, bigger mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of money involved. And maybe we should drop off what we're doing uh as a daily job and start to focus on that and yeah. uh, we did it for another two or three years as a kind of uh, developed hobby let's put it this way mm-hmm. but it was only about six years ago 
that we that we decided uh, to make it as an official company. Smiling House Luxury is um, uh, focusing uh, since then on uh, high-end vacation rentals in the most uh, desired uh, destination in the world. Uh, today, uh, very far from the from the beginning, uh, as a hobby ten years ago. Today, we are uh, managing over 4,000 properties in 34 countries and more than 100 uh, destinations. All of them are amazing mm. houses, homes, chalets, castles, uh, etc. cetera, uh, in unique destination, amazing views. And of course, with a great hospitality drove by uh, the, the property managers that we're working with all around, all along the world, all mm. over the world. I, I think that's fantastic seeing that something that was just a hobby uh, turned into a living. And I think that's amazing. I really love how it just started as a hobby into where it's at now. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, you, you work in the sector of luxury, um, but maybe can you tell us about what might push a homeowner to open their home to someone else? And especially why would a guest uh, who maybe can afford the best hotels would choose a short-term rental instead, you know, for my audience. But, uh, you know, I remember from your presentation, the video of somebody at home on travel in front of a fire from your presentation. So I can kind of see that, but maybe you can tell our audience why somebody would do that. And why would somebody want to go to a place like this? So in my point of view, the whole thing is kind of a, of a cognitive uh, behavior that belongs to to the last decade. Um, this is maybe the moment also to, to explain you that uh, and the audience or that I'm an, also um, an expert for the sharing economy. Right. And whatever I just told you, the Airbnb, the, uh, the Uber, the Booking.com, mm -hmm. the, uh, I don't know, Etsy and Amazon, mm -hmm. all these platforms are part of uh, whatever called the sharing economy um, um, way uh, of business to uh, to develop, and I'm mentioning it because uh, this kind of uh, of of attitude changed the way that uh, consumers um, um, doing their their the, the way that they consuming whatever they buying in all different parts of life. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to travel, uh, it changed the rules and it changed the behavior in in an extreme way means that people that used to go to hotels because they knew the brand and they knew what they're going to get and they were familiar with the uh, rating of, of four stars, what does it mean, five stars, what does it mean, etc., cetera, um, had to accept uh, the new way of going to private people's home where the rating is very different, where the experience is very different, each house is different than the other, um, and, and get used to the, to the idea of uh, reading um, the previous guests' um, report or whatever we call it mm. uh, today, reviews uh, to take their decision about uh, if they would like to stay in that place or not. Okay. Uh, so the last one to join this party of the vacation rental and in the sharing economy concept uh, travelers were the uh, high-end individuals from one hand mm. and the homeowner of, of, of properties that worth millions from the other hand. And mm. we can understand why because it's not the Airbnb that can compete the hotels uh, of, of 100 to $150 average a night. Yeah. These are very expensive homes. 
most of the cases, the homeowners do not need the money at all. Mm. And uh, doing it also for their leisure and their pleasure. At the same time, the guests that come into the, to, to this kind of homes uh, can stay in, in, in the presidential suite of every hotel. So what is this one thing or more than one thing that changed the people mindset and they would spend $50,000 or $100,000 staying for one week in one house. This is this, this kind of of prices are not, um, I don't say that they are not existing, but they are also rare in the hotelier world. So the reasons for that is in my point of view is the need to feel a dream come true for one week. You are the owner uh, of of this amazing Riyadh in in Marrakesh, mm-hmm. and 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 you're taking your hammam and feeling like a king for one week. You are skiing in your ski in ski out chalet mm-hmm. in France or Switzerland or Austria, and you're inviting whoever you just met today uh, to uh, to a pre ski uh, drink in your place, and you feel like you own the place. This mm-hmm. this kind of a feeling. It's a feeling that. Um, that that can can be existed only in vacation rental right. when you can feel that you own the place. From the other hand, for the homeowners, they actually are the the travelers who are traveling to such places elsewhere. So as they've been invited for a party in Mykonos in a, in a great uh, villa, or they've been uh, participating in a kind of a retreat uh, somewhere in a beautiful uh, getaway uh, property, they thought to themselves, hey, I have such place. Right. Hey, it's it's. I don't mind for a change that somebody will sleep in my bed. And the truth is that these kind of people own two or three or four properties and mainly the one that they are willing to open uh, for vacation rental are the one that they are not really living in all year long. Sure. So sense. they got into this idea as well. So the circles of hosting and being guests in the luxury segment is really, really um, in, 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 let's say, raising up in, in the last three, four years. And we're feeling the, um, the trend getting bigger and bigger also thanks to COVID. Right. And that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense with the sharing economy, how you say this is kind of a, a circle that's being done. I have a property, but I want to go on holiday. So I go rent a property there and vice versa. I have a property now that's open. So I might as well rent it when I'm not there. Um, and, you know, the other thing, the point that you're making is having that experience, because, I mean, when it comes to any kind of, you know, uh, possessions and things like this, we're humans and we're made up of experiences uh, and that's kind of our longevity this is the things that we think about is the experiences that we had so having that uh, experience of feeling like you're on you know living in the castle on top of the mountain uh, is you know once in a lifetime kind of thing uh, I wanted to to kind of switch a little bit of gears here because you know uh, we have a good listenership of hotel A's um, but that's uh, where these kind of worlds kind of cross over and being a hoteler uh, doesn't automatically exclude you from making a short-term rental. Is that correct? That's right. And especially with a platform like Smiling House. So let me tell you a little bit because uh, we are one of the only platforms, as far as I know, in vacation rental who opened their door for the unique parts of um, hotels, um, uh, properties um, that can be combined with the vacation rental demand. Mm. Uh, just came back from Dubai, from um, a gathering that called the Tea Fest, where 
the greatest hoteliers really uh, in luxury got together as uh, sellers and there were buyers from the travel uh, designers uh, luxury world and uh, I've been very happy uh, to represent uh, the vacation rental industry by being there mm. and I'm mentioning it because uh, we just realized that almost in every luxury um, hotel there's a part that can be exclusive, that can be rented separately. And we know that today, more and more hoteliers and more and more hotels are building this kind of, of, of properties within the hotel, with the hotel um, facilities mm -hmm. and services, but with a big uh, um, um, focusing on privacy, private entrance uh, that can be rented to uh, individuals. Mm -hmm. um, in this way, Smiling House is actually creating this kind of a bridge. We are already working with these parts of unique hotels in the Seychelles, in Switzerland, in uh, Morocco, uh, in Greece, and in other parts. What do I mean? I mean uh, the presidential suite. I'm talking about the chalets that belong to the hotel and getting this kind of services. I'm talking about these unique beach houses in the Seychelles that belong to actually to hotel group. And um, uh, we are marketing it to the clients who are looking for uh, this authentic um, experience mm -hmm. and obviously amazing with views with this great, fantastic high standards of a five stars hotel, but without giving up their privacy, without giving up uh, their need of being together, mm -hmm. eating together as a family, using their own amenities, uh, which are private, and of course, extending it with other amenities of the hotel if they would like to. Yeah. So I think that this kind of idea of hospitality, of hotels building more and more unique luxury units mm -hmm. uh, that will enjoy the hotel standards and beyond, but from the other hand, will get their um, uh, bookings from uh, individuals who's willing to pay probably five or even 10 times more than, than, than a standard uh, stay in a hotel for having their own private um, unit with a, with, with a space and, and, and place to share uh, with their beloved ones. This is something we're going to see more and more. And if you, hotelier, that listen now to this podcast and were thinking about it or have it in mind, I'm encouraging you big time because the demand is high and the prices is is that people willing to 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 pay are huge because of these unique um, uh, properties. And I can tell you a funny phone call that I had with a hotelier in Switzerland mm. uh, back in uh, September where we booked two times a chalet that belonged to the hotel. And she said, look, Moria, you actually changed my whole month mm -hmm. by renting two times yeah. this unit, which is normally rarely rented because, yeah. uh, you know, in the hotel uh, website, it's so much more expensive and so much, you know, mm -hmm. uh, by, by, by bringing these kind of individuals to be aware of it and book it, you made my month, you, you, you made me yeah. stand by um, my uh, forecast and beyond. And I was so happy to hear about it because our, one of our goals is to create this bridge between the travel legacy 
uh, the legacy part of travel and, and, and us, the vacation rental. And this is exactly where we can meet. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, again, you know, that's what Smiling House Luxury does is it, it puts those properties in in the view of people that are looking for those type of properties rather than people just looking for hotel rooms. I think it's super interesting, but we're going to take a quick break uh, with news with Rachel Bathgate. So we'll be right back. Oh, you know what that sound is. It's time to take a quick break for industry updates with me, Ray Bathgate. Here's what you should know for the beginning of November 2021. Kayak has launched a new partnership with Direct Ferries. With travelers exploring new types of transportation since the pandemic began, Kayak has included ferries in its offers for transport modes. Through the partnership granting access to Direct Ferries proprietary technology, called Ferries Connect, Kayak can offer its users the convenience and ability to compare and book ferry tickets. This can be anywhere in the world and is comparable to how they would book flights, cars, and trains on the platform. TripAdvisor released its 2021 Review Transparency Report. The report provides a deeper look into how trends for reviews have shifted during the pandemic. This includes 26 million reviews to the site in 2020 and an average rating on TripAdvisor of about 4.3 out of 5, an increase from 4.22 in 2018. Over half the reviews were in Europe, while less than a quarter were for locations in North America. And over 2 million review submissions were rejected or removed, with reasons ranging from community standards violations or fake review activity. Meanwhile, Trivago will form a partnership with Huawei, with a new app for the platform launching on Huawei's App Gallery. This will allow users to instantly compare millions of accommodations worldwide. Further, Trivago and Huawei will be developing solutions together for accommodations listings of Huawei's paid hotel search feature. And that's the main industry news roundup for now. I'm Ray Bathgate. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, Rachel, for the news. We're back with Mariah. Mariah, let's uh, let's jump right back into it. So we, we saw an increase in vacation time since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, can you tell us a little bit how that has affected short-term rentals? Sure. The, uh, actually, the, the in our part of the business, because, you know, the short-term rentals is very, very diverse from rooms that going for $70 in somebody's house mm-hmm. up to uh, luxury uh, where we are, uh, that, uh, that the average booking is $23,000. Mm. Um, so I can tell you about our part of the vacation rental, the luxury part, mm-hmm. uh, doubled and more uh, in Smiling House uh, during the pandemic and also now mm. um, from one year to another. And this is also what I hear from, from my colleagues, uh, the demand for um, for luxury vacation rental from the reasons of privacy, cleanliness, especially cleanliness in the level of uh, it's only me and my family using this kind of rooms. It's only me and my family uh, using the jacuzzi. It's only me and my family using pool. Uh, this is something that's this become a product that, that a lot of people uh, turn to. Mm-hmm. And we saw Marriott um, uh, with the launching of homes and villas uh, understood it even before uh, the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, that people from time to time are choosing for this kind of uh, of, of vacation 
and trying to focus their um, Bonvoy club to um, uh, to use vacation rentals sometimes and still gain the points um, as 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 uh, members of of the Marriott. Um, um, club mm-hmm. in right. in order to to hook them to go back uh, to the hotels. So yes, we see it growing and growing. Uh, bookings are are you know one hundred and forty percent from uh, two thousand twenty and mm-hmm. for sure much more than two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. And we see this kind of trend all over the world, from Dubai till uh, Puerto Rico. The demand for a villa, mm-hmm. uh, and also, by the way, not only for uh, traveling as uh, as a family, mm-hmm. but also for weddings, and also for events, and also right. uh, for cooperate uh, gathering as an incentive for employees, and even for uh, the the trend of workation right. and being a digital nomad. Uh, a lot of people, the fact that. Uh, people uh, change completely the way they're working, mm-hmm. uh, change forever, maybe right. the way that vacation rental is being in use. We signed this week four seasonal um, contracts. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, people want to leave and they're going to live for three months elsewhere. They want to live in a home mm-hmm. with all the comfort of a home. And the homeowners, uh, which is another part, and 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 I'm again talking to the um, to you guys, the one who's listening, the hoteliers, try to think about such a solution within the hotel. Um, the adjustment uh, to be done for seasonal rental like this, for somebody to stay for three months and to feel at home, right. are not big, but they're meaning a lot for the one who's staying. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, turning one room into an office, making sure that there's a lot of um, great internet and all the other facilities right. needed, like printer, that's copy what, machine. Yeah, that's cetera. what I was going to ask you is, is, you know, what are the pieces of advice that you would give to hotels, uh, individuals who run vacation homes? Because it's a completely different type of property, um, you know, maybe regards to offer or ways to differentiate yourself. You know, you mentioned possible workation, flexibility, more. What what would that advice be if uh, the hotel A is kind of looking into short term rentals? You know, how can they differentiate themselves and what are the things that they really need to look at and focus at? So, uh Authenticity. I've been to many hotels that if I close my eyes and before I go outside, I wouldn't know where where I am. So I'm I'm calling to the one that still have parts that they would like to design differently uh, to to be authentic to where you are placed in the world. Mm -hmm. Decoration from not only that will be beautiful and and, and functional and modern, but more uh, with the story of, of the place where, where where you are, if you are in Greece, if you are in Italy, if you are, I don't know, in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, bring it into 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 the space of uh, of, of of the room or uh, or the venue. Um, the other thing is again, if you have any part of the hotel that can be combined into uh, a private. Um, a place where where individuals, family can stay longer and can stay privately. Mm-hmm. Um, call it in a name. Mm-hmm. Create the different atmosphere that has to do with these units combined together as 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 a different part of hospitality, rather than just two nights stay, three nights stay. Uh, if you do so, 
please mind the workation trend for people to stay longer. They can enjoy and they can get paid from the other side of the world mm -hmm. and they can stay not forever, but they can stay a very long time. Mm -hmm. What they need, they need whatever needed to work in today's uh, digital world. A very strong internet, yeah. not the one of the hotel, you know, where you have to put the password each time you're going to yeah. uh, breakfast and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's lost on the way. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> yeah, really a dedicated um, um, uh, uh, internet that will uh, be part of this part of the hotel, this villa or, mm. or, or mansion or chalet, whatever you call it, or apartment. Um, then... Uh, of course, all the facilities, like I mentioned before, that support it, if it's a printer, a desk, a real desk, not the one with the huge mirror where you're supposed to do your makeup where right, I right. find in every hotel room, yep, yep. but a real desk with a, with a dedicated, a comfortable chair, mm -hmm. um, possibility to dim the lights and, um, and, uh, and printer. Uh, all these kind of things will make people think like, hey, my kids can be enjoying in the pool, coming back to the beach, going back and forth. My wife really have great time. She can work uh, uh, in the same room in other hours and I'm working here and, and my boss is happy. So I can stay uh, in this hotel in, 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 in Tulum, Mexico. I can mm -hmm. stay here for three months yeah. rather than to come for a vacation of one week. Yeah. Uh, so this is what I would uh, suggest. Of course, as many amenities that can can be part of this unit in the hotel. This mm -hmm. is private. Mm -hmm. a, a dining room, a jacuzzi, uh, a sauna, whatever, whatever can be built or already built, mm -hmm. dedicated for the, dedicated for this stay. Uh, and design. Let people feel at home. Right. Let people feel cozy. If they will feel in a hotel, they will enjoy to the forest, but they would like to leave after a few days to go back home. Make them feel at home. Mm -hmm. No, it makes makes so much sense, uh, especially uh, how the world has changed and with everything locked down, people been locked in their houses for so long. They, you know, it's a it's a it's a new frontier, I suppose. But before we finish today, um, you know, one thing is I think is that we can all stand to learn something uh, from luxury vacation rental industry. Um, and then you also how mentioned earlier in the episode and how that's crossed off, uh, crossed over to hotel A's. Uh, and you actually mentioned to me uh, during the break uh, about some some added hotel properties recently to the platform. Maybe you can tell me a little bit how that was um, and what that looked like for the hotel A. And then maybe you can tell me about if people are interested in Smiling House Luxury, where can they find out more information? Yes, sure. So maybe I'll start with uh, with that. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to tell a few more words about Smiling House today. Mm -hmm. Smiling House is uh, is a platform uh, for B2C, mm -hmm. for hand individuals to search and find um, these unique properties uh, with, uh, with, with the right budget. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, automatically, the ones who's sharing with us, including hoteliers, uh, their units that that can be fit to to this kind of individuals are getting exposed by another platform uh, that is not online and that uh, owned by us and called Villa Tracker. Mm -hmm. In the Villa Tracker, we have almost 400 uh, travel designers, concierge companies, event planners, and so on that expose 
to our properties, to the properties that we are presenting in Smiling House mm -hmm. and able to present it under their name. Uh, this kind of reaching out to, to, uh, to this kind of players in the industry is opening a lot of doors and of course, uh, so great for, for hotels as well. So because of this, we are now opening um, ourselves to present the properties, uh, the unique properties, the private properties of hoteliers and hotels all over the world. Mm. Uh, we are looking at it one by one. We just added a, a three bedroom in Sorrento. We're going to add a nine bedrooms um, facility within one of the of the greatest names uh, in, in the hotel world uh, in Amsterdam. I won't mention it uh, here, but uh, uh, one of the most known uh, uh, beautiful Asian hotels mm -hmm. uh, in Holland. Um, and we're going to present it. We're always changing a little bit the name, not giving the name of the hotel, of course. We let the people feel that this unit is part of the hotel, but it's also um, completely private and they can just enjoy uh, the extra values. And this way we're communicating it both to mm -hmm. B2C, to high-end individuals, but also for the one who represent them uh, from the travel agencies and so on. Um, so I am welcome each and every one of you listening here and having such property or thinking about gathering part of the hotel into such thing and taking the advices um, uh, that I shared uh, before in account mm -hmm. uh, to reach out to us to Smiling House Luxury. Uh, we're doing it all for free. We are sharing economy based, as I as I mentioned before. It mm -hmm. means that we are getting a rec net from the hotelier or from the homeowner, and we're sharing it with our peers on the other side, uh, with the travel agencies and so on, uh, in the benefit of 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 the of the end customer, of the end um, uh, guest. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to to play a fair game and not to get into the tens and tens and tens of uh, upsells and. Um, uh, percentage mm -hmm. that in the end is harming uh, the experience of the guest. Mm -hmm. uh, so as such a platform, we're taking bookings only upon request. We never ask uh, to block any dates for us uh, or to pay any fee uh, for being presented in Smiling House. Uh, the whole uploading process, it's all done by uh, the dedicated team in Smiling House and we're working purely upon success because we so much believe in that great hospitality uh, is a match for the people willing to pay for it and we're willing to do the hard work for mm -hmm. this moment to uh, arrive. So you can reach out to us in smilinghouse.ch or .com. Of course, in LinkedIn, I'm happy to, uh, to be in touch with each and every one of you. Uh, I'm Moriah Rockman of Smiling House and we have Smiling House in LinkedIn. Facebook, the same. Uh, so feel free to reach out to us in any uh, possible uh, way um, and uh, we'll be taking the time to talk to each and every one of you and to and finalize whatever suits you um, to expose you to a world of wonderful bookings coming from high-end individuals and high-end professionals uh, all based on uh, trust and for the ones of you I want to to take the advantage for the ones of you and if the podcast come uh, in time uh, that's going to be in London in the 10th and 11th of November. Uh, I'm welcoming you to join me in the Sharing Economy um, um, Summit, Global Summit, and uh, to learn more about how this sharing idea is uh, making people shaking hands in such trust and beautiful way mm -hmm. and adding a lot of added value for the vacation 
um, experience. That's fantastic. So go check it out. Uh, you'll find more on their LinkedIn or their website uh, for sure. Mariah, uh, it's been you know quite an interesting story, and I just love again how this started off as a hobby, and this hobby now uh, is your business. So I want to say uh, it's been such a pleasure. Thanks so much for sharing, and I hope we catch up soon. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure for me too. And uh, I'm going to write my answers for the next panel questions. I'm happy to share <laughs> always all the things that I have and that we have in Smiling House. And the most important, I want to say one yeah, last thing. Of course. Thank you for helping building the bridge from the other side. We need to create one great hospitality. And one day the hotels, the vacation rental, all going to be united into the great way a guest can be um, having his vacation or his stay in a destination. And I think we should get united as much as we can and deliver this kind of experience. I'm Thank with you, you so much. 100% with you, Mora. Thank you again for joining the show and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.